0: Come this morning, get my, my little pointer out here. We, we want to we'll deal with the whole idea of uh, the Holy Spirit, and in Acts 4, 31 to 37, when the Holy Spirit takes over. You know, when you, I don't know what you think about when you say, when the Holy Spirit takes over, what happens? And, you know, and some, you know, some folks, when you say when the Holy Spirit takes over, and I remember in the pulpit and this lady starts shouting and what have you, and she was uh, sitting in the choir in back of us, and she um, kicked the chair, one of those big heavy chairs, kicked it over toward the pulpit and everything else and, and uh, almost hurt somebody, and, you know, and just, uh, I, I've seen what they blamed on the Holy Spirit. Another person was screaming and hollering and had this poor child squirt uh, right into a corner and uh, the ushers were trying to pull her away because the child was terrified. Now, I, I can imagine that child now saying, if that's the Holy Spirit, I don't want to go to that place. I don't want to see that woman again, you see, because if that's what the Holy happens when the Holy Spirit takes over, you know. And what we're trying to say and try to make it as simple as possible that when the Holy Spirit takes over, that's not the case. That's not the case, and so um, and so we want to make sure that you understand that when the Holy Spirit takes over, um, it's not quote a, a feeling, uh, a high feeling where it's like when you all uh, be going to the movie and you see the movie and boy you have a good time and then I'll, I, when the movie is over, uh, you like to talk about it, but uh, that that feeling is really it's gone, you know it is it's it's there it's still there at the theater you got to go and get another shot at the theater from the and uh, get the from the from the film but not so with the holy spirit not so with the holy spirit so then As we uh, go through this then uh, in our introduction, then we talk about that we are observing the effects of the resurrection power of Christ in the lives of the followers of Christ. A victorious encounter with tremendous results. Let us consider the results of the intense prayers among the believers who believed, obeyed, and operated in such a way that it it caused 5,000 to be saved. A lame man to be able to walk. And, he, and, uh, and the religious leaders uh, in Jerusalem to be baffled, embarrassed, and momentarily silenced. You see, what happens is, and what I'm not reading to you, is that right after that, these folks, when they released the disciples and they said, don't preach anymore, and they went back and they uh, told the folks, those folks broke out into a prayer meeting. They broke out into a prayer meeting and they stopped praying to God. I mean, they had a show enough prayer meeting going on there. And they asked the Lord that and then he asked the Lord to fill us, Lord, and, and help us. They were not discouraged by what the leadership said. The leadership said, Don't you preach that anymore. And they said, Thank you, Lord. They totally disregarded what the leadership said and said. Thank you, Lord, and will you send Your Holy Spirit and fill us, Lord, and whatever the case may be. And that's and that's what happened as a result of this. And so what we're walking into then is what happened. What happens when people actually praise? What happens when the Holy Spirit shows up? Now, those who and all of you have have different backgrounds, but in the um, missionary baptist church uh the some of the deacons after the, uh after the service said, well the spirit has come and gone and i was saying what what do you mean coming where when did he come and where did he? i kept saying and where did he go i mean that was boy went moody." moody i said this this doesn't sound right you know uh, that's not how the holy spirit operates so for the for the record what happens when the holy spirit shows up and let me tell you something It doesn't take thousands of people. It just takes available people. What type of people? Uh, Available people. And so as we talk about the Holy Spirit then, then, thinking it through, being in the will of God will always make a difference. And every morning we should do a reality check of how we will position ourselves. There are a few insights we should seriously consider from these verses that would help all of us this morning. So we're going to just take shots here let's let's start off with the uh the first one now with the first one when the holy spirit takes over there is what when the holy spirit takes over there is an unleashing of power it's it's like you having a new car it's okay to have a new car but if you don't if you have a new car with no motor it's not going anywhere one thing you want to have is a nice-looking car that once you put it, once you put the key in the ignition, it boom. Oh, that really sounds nice. So it got some power to it. Okay, you want to make sure that this is not something that looks like a showroom car that looks good but's not doing anything. There's a lot of things to go around that looks good but not doing anything. They say, I have the Holy Spirit in my life, so that's fine, but let me see something that shows that the Holy Spirit is operating in your life. And the first thing that they should see is power in your life. Okay, so then let's read together. And when they had prayed, they were were, assembled together, were shaken, and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and they spoke the word of God with boldness. For the first thing you see is in, it's inclusive. You see, keep seeing the word what? They. That's why. I, that's why I made it in red. it keeps saying and they. Now that means everybody who was there. It was and the Holy Spirit said, and said then the word said all. You see the word all there. It said and all were filled with the Holy Spirit, and they did what? They spoke the word of God with what? That's what we're walking away with. That's what this month was talking about, right? They spoke the word of God with boldness. The Holy Spirit spill fill you with power. And then it's with boldness. You don't have to have a big vocabulary. You know, just speak the word of God, and I mean, and it'll take its place. Matter of fact, it says the word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two of the swords, dividing asunder of the joints and morals and, and, and the thoughts and intents and, and intents of the heart. And so the whole idea is this, it gets right down to where the person is. And so when the Holy Spirit really began to move in the life of the believers, there's a boldness about it. There's a boldness about it. They don't care who they're with. They'll tell you about Jesus. Okay. Um, There's something else that we, we see here. Four important activities took place. Just kind of recap of it. Number one, you are in prayer, right? Number two, the place. It was shaken. Number three, the empowerment. Everyone being filled with the Holy Spirit. Number four, power. Speaking the word of God with boldness. Four things immediately happened. After they prayed, then here comes the Holy Spirit. And it was just not, it wasn't a quiet thing to just move through the room, you know. All of a a sudden it says first, when, when the Holy Spirit showed up, the place was shaking. And, and the next thing you know, that the Holy Spirit starts empowering everyone, because once these folks are empowered, that means if anybody was down and out, if anybody just felt a little bit discouraged at this point, look out, they had just been to the filler station, they got a full tank, and they're coming out roaring for our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. You know that's the holy. That's the holy pr- whole purpose. Number one, when we talk about uh, come to morning worship, one, you you come with something, and then you get something, and with all that you have, you do something. Okay. See now now if that's not happening, let's do a a a, a check here because that's something that happened. And we had to do a, a check of the spirit, but it's so important that the Holy Spirit, when he shows up, there's number one prayer. Not not the Lord's Prayer, you know, and you can use the Lord's Prayer, that's fine. I mean, show enough, down to earth, Lord, here's where I'm at, here's how I'm feeling, Lord, I'm praying to you, I thank you for who you are. I mean, Lord, this is, a, in other words, it's just a continuance of how you've been praying through the week. Now, that's depending on how if you've been praying through the week, okay. Uh, now, if you start praying, and Lord of wait a minute now, now, now. This person I know, and, and this person I know, <laughs> it's, it's so good to see you. What do you say your name is again? He <laughs> said, no, when there's prayer, it should be an ongoing thing that you've been praying all week, and you're coming to morning worship riding on that type of prayer life. I would hesitate, but I'm not going to hesitate this morning to ask just how you've been praying this week. How, how, did, how did you ride in here this week? When it comes down to prayer then what do you want to be filled with going out if you came in here with that the same type of thing there has to be something operating that we do not departmentalize god i was listening to a pastor and i said i had to do the research more and more on this area i was eating breakfast and he was explaining heaven And he was talking about the the cubits uh of of heaven he began to talk about how i he said let me break it down to you numerically he said when it comes down to the square cube of america just just the square cube of heaven he says it comes down to 100 and something million miles wide and this a square cube of 100 million miles wide. He says, you mathematician, he says, you take the cubes and actually see what it's used. You'll find it comes out to 100. Then he says, then you take it now. It's in a big cube. He says, that's where, that's, that's just heaven. That's not counting the territory all oh, we And God had prepared a place for us. Boy, we got a big, we, no, so know. We, but we're not home yet. But the same God who's preparing all of this for us. While we're down here, do you think that he's giving us a little droplet of how to get along today? You know, we're tired because we're trying to handle things our way. But when you have the Holy Spirit power working in our lives, it's so important. This verse shows a recharging and empowering by the Holy Spirit taking place. Not a man-made program being established. You don't have to write a book on this. This, let the Holy Spirit have his way. Then we come to, to the next one then. Let's read together. When the Holy Spirit takes over. The world. oneness and unity of hearts will be clearly displayed. The, the first, and this, and this, is, this uh, you always find the pattern. I don't care if I'm counseling. I don't care what it is. Where you always start the wheel in the middle of the wheel. Here's the wheel in the middle of the wheel. First, you always start with the spiritual. Everybody got me? Once you have, once you have the spiritual straight, then you're going to see another circle being drawn. That's what's, here's the second circle being drawn now. When the Holy Spirit takes over, the oneness and unity of the hearts will be clearly displayed. Now, notice what happened in this area. Let's read it together. Now the multitude of those who believed were of one heart and one soul. Neither did anyone say that anything possessed was his his own, but they all in in common. And when the great power and the apostle gave witness to the resurrection of the Lord, great grace was upon them. Now, to kind of break this thing down, then, we just say this the whole thing was one heart and one soul, which guarantee godly character, conviction, and purpose. One heart and one soul. So, when it first starts off with one heart and one soul, why? Because all of us need to be on the same level. I can trust you, we're on the same page. There is no division, one heart, one soul. We're, our only goal right now is that the Lord have left us here. Lord, I want you to leave them here. Why? Because I want you, want them to, number one, be an example. I want them to spread the word, Father, leave them here. So what, they have to be one. Remember in the Old Testament, they want to be one and be apart from God, and God shut them down. Now in Acts... They're going, they're, they're whole, the Holy Spirit shook everything up. They're one, and they're going forward. And how, how they're one, it, then it explains how they're one. You see that? They're in heart and, and soul. One heart, one soul, which guarantees godly character, conviction, and purpose. And I think that is that is so important in that area. Let's see. This is not clicking. Let's see where we're going here. Click. Clicking that one. Next one. Okay. Ready? then uh, click the other one. It's hung up, okay. We have every now and then we have these little glitches here. Hmm, there you go, okay. One in method and means of support and responsibility. One in conveying the message that changes lives. Exhort Christ, glorify God, and change his lives. One in the methodology and means of support and responsibility. All of a sudden they said, not only are we one in purpose, but let's take all that we have and let's start pulling it so that nobody is starving while we're trying to do God's work. Now, Nowadays we, we're going to have a problem with that one. See, what's mine is mine, what's yours is yours, and I'll bring a little something, something for for tithes and offering. But as a whole, as a whole, now uh, uh, this is my stuff. Okay, locked up in my house with burglar alarms and everything else on it. Uh, on in conveying the message that changed lives and exalt Christ, glorify God, and changes lives forever. I think that that is so important. Want to click that again? We just—I guess we will have to depend on uh, you all clicking. Just, so let's click this again. Um, and oh, that's that's interesting. Well, <laughs> then we always go to to plan plan B when when things have a tendency to to kind of mess up on you. We we'll, unless it's uh, see if it's uh, acting act- act- up. Okay when the Holy Spirit takes over then when the Holy Spirit sh- sh- takes over, there's a remarkable level of sharing. Then we, we talked about this um, and, and notice this now, verse 4:34. Uh, let's read what does it say? No, was there anyone among them who lacked. for all who were possessors of land and of houses sold them and brought the proceeds to the things that were sold and him them at the apostles' feet, and they distributed the to each one's need. Lord. That is really something. And um, Jose was also named Bombus by the apostles, which is translated son of encouragement, a Levite of the country of Cyrus. Having land, sold it, brought the money, and laid it at the apostles' feet. At whose feet? The apostles' feet. Number one, they, they, were, they were very clear in their methodology. You didn't bring your, all of your stuff and just laid it down somewhere. When the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit is very precise. He's always right there to make sure that everything is distributed. And it's always to the glory of God. So then, there was no side pocketing and everything else. It was given to the, who was it given to the? apostles and so what happens is people were giving and as we look at this now as we talk about people who were giving the biblical concept of sharing starts from the heart heart to the hands four things are revealed in these verses number one read it all the basic needs of everybody had a little something something so that you wouldn't be distracted by what you didn't have because you were working out for the Lord. Now, you'll understand that more if you're a missionary and you're doing things for the Lord and and you have to those have to folks have to raise money and everything else. But if you didn't have to worry about that, you can really focus in on really living for the Lord and doing the things for the Lord. But you know what? That's not the mindset of, of the church as a, as a whole. What's happening is we've been rocked to sleep as to how can I be entertained and all of these other things. God said, no, that's not what I want you to do. I don't want you to be a club. Don't you see the folks who are walking past the church and everything else? Don't you understand that they will not witness or any of my love and forever being in my family? Don't you understand that whatever they have, whatever car that they drive, that's their last toy before hell? Do you understand that the reason that I have you here in this day giving you all that you have in order to reach those folks? And so you see the church being built here, being structured. Those who had much to give gave without hesitation. Their giving and distribution was organized and centralized to, to a credible source, the Apostles. Read that last one. They were blessed to have those who are able to give above and beyond. Now, one, one thing that I uh, wanted to do in, uh, before we wrap it up, one thing I, I found is that the person, there are some people that you give, and not only do they give, some people give above and beyond. It's called, and they call it the gift of giving. I mean, they just give and give, and you cannot outgive them for they I mean, what they do is from the heart, and guess what? they love doing it. And be careful, some folks try to take advantage of those who have the gift of giving and put Jesus behind why they want the money and everything else. But understand those who have the gift of giving giving is not they're not fools, okay? They they have a mind with their money. So then when Barnabas took his land and he sold it, and he took all of it, and then he didn't come and said, I'm giving you all this land, and here's the agenda of what I want you to do with it. He gave it, and he just laid it right at the apostles' feet. So when the Holy Spirit takes over, first you find it's as a result of tremendous prayer. When the Holy Spirit takes over, then the next thing you begin to see is that everyone is concerned about one another, and there's a high level of credibility. When the Holy Spirit takes over, everyone starts making sure that everyone is taken care of, and with that, through the whole thing, you keep seeing the word boldness. They're going, but why? Because they now are able to really be dispensers of the word of God. And they're not accused on the outside or the inside because of some wrongdoing with the things of God. And so as we look at the Acts, when we saw the boldness of um, uh, of Peter and some of the others at, at that time, and now we find... These folks getting the news, then we say one last thing, and this and that's this let's let's read this together, ready as if we kind of feed out here ready here we go. every spirit driven church start with a choice, and that church is yours to make while the window of opportunity remains open. the Holy Spirit wants to really empower each one of us each one of us have given have been given the gift of the holy spirit you don't have to pray for you know but the empowerment And see whenever you have the gift of the holy spirit he gives you the power to do something and not just to say something A, a a lot of folks feel that when i'm filled with the Spirit, and I say these certain words, you know, you know uh, speaking in the Spirit, and don't, they don't do anything. And so they said, boy, that person is really spiritual. It's, excuse me? When you're really filled with the Holy Spirit, the next thing that happens is, it starts with the mind, and then it starts affecting the motion. And that motion has Power in it, and you know what I appreciate about um, my son-in-law uh, Randy. I have a kind of insight because he lives in in the apartment building and everything else, and um, he he does the uh, Uber. I don't know what he do the Lyft, but I know he do the Uber. Uh, and uh, with the Uber, and um, no one just gets into his van. Not not in Randy's van. Now he has have a little candy here, you know, you get a little candy, a little talk, and then you have the word of God, <laughs> you know. Um, and he sends it to everyone, that, but guess what, everyone that gets in there, a little candy, you want to take a little candy? All right. Then I'm going to give you, a, let me give you a little something, something more, okay? Let me give you the word of God. I don't know how many Uber vehicles are going around, but what if every Uber vehicle that had a believer Give folks a, a little bit of candy, you know, want to make you comfortable, you know, take this, you know, got a cold, there's some napkins over there. Oh, by the way, the, here's, here's a track to tell you about my Jesus. Do you know him? And You know, that's, that's taken before, and so then when, when you come to morning worship, you're not, uh, you're not uh, just getting, you know, he's, he's giving it out. And I'll, guess what, I don't know how you are living, but what happens is, whatever you are, please that little that little song this little light of i'm going to let it let it let it let it you know i used to like that song and it was everywhere i go what i'm going to let it shine because you know what that's what's going to happen when the holy spirit moves into because the lord says you are the light of the world and it should not be hid under a bushel. That's right. But wait a minute. Then Jesus said, I am the light of the world. That's right. Then all of a sudden he says, you are. That's what happens when you hang out with Jesus. Then yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so first you start off with, I am the light of the world. Then he says, because you abide in me, you are the light of the world. So while I'm doing something, I want you to let your light so shine. You see, that man may see your good works and not pat you on the back, but glorify your Father, which is in heaven. When the Holy Spirit shows up in your life, that's when it starts making the difference. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. So my prayer this morning to each one of you, my encouragement to you uh, this morning, starting off this week, how do I start off? I want to start off with my personal life. And personal evaluation. You remember that little, um, one of those little stories where they go and mirror, mirror on the wall. (laughs) Who's the fairest of them all? (laughs) Go to that mirror and say, mirror, I'm just looking at myself because I want to be better than this. And then pray the prayer, Lord, what does it take to make me better? And this day, this is what I want to do. I want to put it all on the altar to make this day count. Spirit of God, fill me. This word fill means control me. When it says be filled, it means be controlled by the Holy Spirit. And my prayer this morning for you, it doesn't take many, just available ones, to be controlled by the Holy Spirit. Amen. That's prayer. Father, thank you for the saints of God. Thank you for what you're going to do in and through each one of our lives. Great is your faithfulness. And it's my prayer that um, each one of us will put it all on the altar for you. And if it be one on the sound of my voice that do not know Jesus Christ as their Savior, the fact that he came being the Son of God into the flesh, died on the cross of Calvary, for our sins, and that we must admit that we are a sinner and ask Jesus Christ to forgive us of our sins. Uh, Lord, I just pray that if there's one that do not know Christ, that this will be the turning point in their lives, that if we confess our sins, Lord, that we know that you are faithful and just forgive us of our sins. If we confess our mouth to Lord Jesus and believe in our heart that God has raised us from the, raised him from the dead, we shall be saved i thank you lord for the individuals that will make decisions say lord jesus i admit i'm a sinner save me right now today thank you lord and for the saints who hear me lord i'm praying that you really speak to the heart that your word do the speaking in jesus name we pray and all the saints said, amen